What makes a great leader great? How do we create a high-performing team? And when we say leader, we mean everyone, because everyone is leading their own life. Will yours be a life by design or a life by default? Those are the big questions, and this podcast will answer them. Welcome to the Becoming Your Best podcast, where we help you apply the 12 principles of highly successful leaders, because great leaders will produce great results. All right, well, good morning or good afternoon to you wherever you are in the world. This is Rob Schallenberger, and it's a beautiful day in Utah today. So I hope you're having a great day wherever you are. Uh, This is going to be a shorter podcast, probably less than 10 minutes, so a little different than our normal 20 to 30-minute podcast, and really just focused on an observation uh, that I've been listening to and reading about in a book that I'm reading. It's actually in a couple of different books, Neuroscoping and Nonviolent Communication. And it's very fascinating because I've had the chance to do leadership keynotes and seminars all over the world with the primary focus to help organizations develop high-performing teams, leaders, and employees. And one of the leadership myths that is out there is that you can't be humble and confident at the same time. Uh, I ran into people who would say, well, you can't be confident and humble or vice versa. (laughs) And it's interesting because during these leadership keynotes and seminars, it's really focused on the employee engagement, what the organization can do to develop these high-performing teams. And so that allows me to have this chance to observe people and oftentimes at a deeper level into their personal and professional lives than I might get otherwise. And so I have a chance to get in there and really see people and what they're doing in their personal lives and how they feel and what impact that's having on their team and inside the organization. And so I get this interesting glimpse that's just fascinating. Some would call that people watching. (laughs) But it's kind of like people watching on steroids because you really get a deep glimpse during the workshop or the keynote. So as I've been looking at this part of leadership, how does confidence and humility apply to you and what does that even mean to you and why does it matter to you well let me get into this a little bit because it actually has a huge impact in your life personally and professionally an overabundance of one confidence or humility can often lead to an imbalance and these are two traits characteristics that really need to be imbalanced and they absolutely can for example uh, let me show you how easy this pendulum can swing what happens When a person experiences success after success after success, oftentimes confidence will soar. And then you feel like a king or a queen. You're on top of the world. You can do no wrong. Everything's going to work out great all the time. (laughs) And now we call that overconfidence. Uh, And as soon as that overconfidence starts to creep in, ego and pride start to become a part of the equations many times. And that ego and pride can start to interfere with our decision-making. And not only the decision-making... It can also interfere with the way we work with others in relationships. Ego and pride can be the downfall of any leader, and many times that starts to surface after success, after success, after success. That balance of humility and confidence starts to get out of balance. At the same time, look at humility. Now, there's a healthy level of humility, and to be humble enough is to realize that we don't know it all, (laughs) that we need a successful circle of people to help us through life. We'll just call them cheerleaders, if you will. You know, who are your cheerleaders right now uh, that want to see you succeed? And during these leadership keynotes, these seminars, it's interesting because I've never found a single leader who would consider, or at least I would consider them to be successful, 
who would say they've gotten there by themselves. In other words, it's this realization and humility to say, you know what, we need to build a great team around us to be successful, whether it's in the home, whether it's in the school, or whether it's in a Fortune 500 organization, it's the same idea. So the humility that we're talking about is that ability to say that I can do a lot of things, but I'm not the king of the world, nor do I know it all, and we constantly need to be learning and growing ourselves. And so you can start to hopefully feel this balance between humility and confidence. And if we start to tip the scales one way or the other, we might even say over humble. Sometimes that may impact our confidence. Oh, no, I can't do that. Or no, I'm not good enough to do that. Well, that's not really true humility. So there's this balance that we judge and, and weigh here. Now, let's focus for the next few minutes on the confidence side of the equation. Not going to talk much more about the humility because this is one that has been interesting as I've really watched and observed. What's one of the greatest things that can have the impact on the success of a sales rep, for example? Confidence. It's such a fragile thing. With confidence, man, the world becomes your oyster. As soon as you crush that confidence, lose that hope, can't even hardly make a sale. I mean, how about trading the stock market? Man, if you have a process, an approach, I've been doing this for years, and you're disciplined about that, the confidence starts to soar. And then you become, quote, unquote, the king of the world. But if you get overconfident and you start to say, well, that rule doesn't apply anymore. Oh, I can do that because I've been doing this too long. Suddenly you get crushed in that process because of the overconfidence. And so let's focus in on just that part of the equation because this really is a big deal in everybody's lives in one way or another. And so as we focus on confidence, one of the greatest ways to destroy confidence is by comparing ourselves with others. <laughs> and that's where I want to focus this podcast. This is one of the dangers of spending a lot of time on social media, Facebook, Instagram, maybe even LinkedIn. It's a superficial view of the world that makes everything else look perfect around us. And it's just a, it's something we can't measure up to. Suddenly, confidence starts to wane because we think in our minds, well, I'm not as good as them. Man, what a perfect family. They're always happy. They're always smiling. Uh, they're always dressed perfect. That's not like my house. And we start to make this comparison, and suddenly the confidence starts to wane. And it's an unfair comparison for anybody to do that. And again, not that there's anything wrong with Facebook or Instagram. They have a great place. I use both of them. But in that process, if we start to get too inundated, if we start spending too much time in that particular arena, it very easily can suck us into that comparison that becomes a confidence killer to us and can really impact our success. Now, let me just give you a little experiment to show, how, show you how real this was. And I, I got this from the book, uh, Nonviolent Communication. Fascinating example. I, I was driving down the canyon when he shared this, and I thought I'll just pass it on uh, because it was exactly spot on and it only took a few seconds to do. So think of Mozart. Now, let's just compare you and I to Mozart. And if you look at his history, he really started getting into music at age five. Very quickly, he started composing these masterpieces. By the age of 10 and 11, he's already playing the piano uh, in front of the royalty. And by 17, he's off writing these incredible masterpieces that are now being performed by some of the leading musicians in the world. So here's Mozart that has already written these masterpieces by age 10, 12, is played in front of royalty. What had you done by age 10 and 12? <laughs> and as you start to make those comparisons, you're like, wait a second. I just was out playing in the dirt. I mean, I was riding my bike in the hills. I wasn't out composing these masterpieces, and we start to, our confidence starts to wane. Our self-image and our self-worth starts to be impacted the moment we start to compare. 
It's not fair to you, nor is it fair to I to compare ourselves to Mozart. He had a different set of gifts. If you looked at other areas of his life, you would be the envy of his dreams. Now, how about this? Elon Musk. If you're not familiar with Elon Musk, he helped start PayPal. Uh, he created and founded Tesla, the automobile. He's really, although there's others that have been working on it, the first on a big public scale to develop the first autonomous driving car that's powered by batteries, 100% electric. Uh, you may have recently seen that he's been, <laughs> what he's done with SpaceX is just completely revolutionizing and disrupting the landscape. He just launched a Tesla into space and slung it out near Mars uh, and had the two rockets come right back down and land on the same pad they took off from just a few minutes prior, thereby reducing the cost to get into space by a huge amount of money for NASA. So here's Elon Musk. He's done all of these things. He's created PayPal and Tesla, this automobile that drives itself, electric batteries, <laughs> if you will, or electrically powered car run by batteries, SpaceX. He now wants to get people on Mars in the next five years. So if you compare yourself to Elon Musk and you say, well, what have you accomplished in the last few years? <laughs> Suddenly that's not a fair comparison. I mean, how do you feel? Doesn't that take a little hit for all of us? We're like, wait, well, let's see. I haven't been to space. I haven't uh, even thought about going to Mars. And so you can already see what happens the moment we start to compare ourselves to others. It is a complete unfair hit on any one of us. Think about through your life who your neighbors are. Think about the type of homes that you see on your drive. What type of families do you see on Facebook? And how do you feel when you measure yourself compared to them? See, it doesn't even do any good to measure. That's just not a fair thing to do. And so one of my invitations on this podcast is that you make a very conscious effort to focus on you, to focus on your personal life, your family, your relationships, yourself as a leader without any comparison. And this is the spirit of becoming your best, not the best, your best. Because really what you have 100% control of and what I have 100% control of is what we do, what effort we're bringing to the table. Comparing ourselves to others is a losing proposition almost 100% of the time. And in the book, The Millionaire Next Door, if you haven't read that, it's a great book about wealth. How many people squander their wealth trying to maintain an image? <laughs> because they're comparing you know, they measure their self-worth by what car they're driving or what home they have and how big it is. Instead, I want you to do something different. If you're in a place where you can, so I'm going to assume that you're not driving. If you're driving, I invite you to try this later. It's worth 30 to 45 seconds of your time to do this. Take out a piece of paper and write down on that piece of paper all the things that you've done good in your life. Specifically, write them out. What are they? And what does that look like? And suddenly, as you start to look over that list, you're like, wait a second, I've done some pretty cool things. Now, remember this, and this is the whole point of this podcast. Someone out there in the world would love to be in your shoes. Someone envies you right now and would love to switch places with you and be right where you are today. And yet, if you look internally, how many times do you see it that way? Isn't it so much easier to say, well, I want to be like them. I wish our family was like that. I wish I was driving that car. And that comparison proposition is always a losing proposition versus saying, what a great life. You know what? I've been blessed to accomplish these things, to still do this, to have this level of health. People throughout the world would love to be in your shoes right now. They envy you. As they compare themselves to you, they say, man, if only I could be like, and then put your name there. <laughs> 
So here's the thing is that we can be both humble and confident at the same time. This is a realization that we always need to be learning, that we need to have our, well, we'll just say surround ourselves with others who want to be our cheerleaders in that process. That's part of humility is saying, you know what? I'm just never going to get there. I'm always going to be growing and learning as long as I can breathe. And as long as you can breathe, there's progress to be made in becoming your best. At the same time, in this spirit of becoming your best, this is not the comparison between your neighbor and your friend. And so I'm inviting you to focus on what you can control, which is you. If you spend an overabundance of time on social media and it's impacting the way you feel about yourself, pull back from it. Reduce it to 10 minutes a day or maybe take a three-week break from Facebook and social media and just focus on you and your development. Reading 30 minutes a day from the scriptures or a motivational book or something that would get you excited. And focus on those habits that help you become the best version of you. And so if nothing else on this podcast, I'm asking you to take out that list and put it in a place where you'll see it for the next few days. What have you accomplished and done in your life? Not in the vein or spirit of comparing with others, but simply looking at your life and remember that there are thousands, if not millions of people around the world who would love to swap places with you and to be wherever you are and live your life. And so interesting insights. I hope this has been helpful to you. Again, you know, as I go out and do these leadership keynotes and these seminars and help these companies build high-performing teams, it gives me that glimpse into the personal and professional lives, the way that people lead. And what is it that's on the top of their mind? You know, where are they hurting? Where are they feeling like they're doing great? And this is one of the things that I've seen crop up over and over is this balance between humility and confidence. And confidence, I feel, has just become so fragile in so many people. It can be struck down at a moment's notice. And this comparing ourselves with others is one of the most destructive things to our confidence. And without confidence, it's very difficult to be successful. So hopefully this has been helpful to you. If you haven't already done it, I invite you to go to our website and look at the Breakthrough Leadership Conference in April and October. It's one of the best investments of your time that you could make. If you have emerging leaders in your organization, consider sending them. If you want to come out for yourself to really hone in on your success in your life, uh, pencil in the time to invest in yourself. If you're not investing in yourself, then again, how are you growing? How are you developing? Sometimes we get stuck in that trap. And this is two days of being able to focus on you, your relationships, and your organization to really help you become, without sounding cliche, your best. <laughs> so go to our website, the Breakthrough Leadership Conference. At least take a look at it. See how you feel and make the time to invest in you. So this is Rob Schallenberger wishing you a fabulous day. And always remember that one person can make a difference. And I'm inviting you to be that one person this week. Take care. We'll talk with you soon. Thank you for listening. Would you like help to apply the 12 principles of highly successful leaders in your life, in your family, or in your organization? Call us today at 888-690-8764 to speak with a helpful representative to evaluate your situation and how we can help. Or you can visit becomingyourbest.com. Whether it's a corporate training event, keynote, workshop, trainer certification, or personal coaching, it would be our pleasure to serve your needs. Once again, call 888-690-8764 or visit becomingyourbest.com today.